the icons of real estate podcast are you ready to learn the proven money-making secrets from top producing icon agents ready to skyrocket your business this podcast is for you tune in every week and find out how to implement proven strategies to 10 times your business from three million dollars to 30 million dollars in just 12 months brought to you by the masters in real estate marketing ardor seo Welcome to the Icons of Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Ken Elbin, and my guest today was born and raised in Egypt, originally a practicing lawyer, and is now taking his love for family analytics and negotiation to the Canadian real estate market. He's here to share how his commitment to greatness has made his team number one in Canada for EXP, all the way from Ontario, Ibrahim Hussein. Ibrahim, welcome to the show. Ken, brother, thank you for having me. Pleasure being here. It's an honor. Thank you. Absolutely. And I mean, I mean, when we talk about icons of real estate being being number one on any list pretty much is the cost of, you know, that's automatic, automatic entry. But there's a lot that's obviously happened for you uh, leading up to that point. So so this is your opportunity to take us on that journey. Tell us your story uh, in real estate. Well, um, it's uh, it started when I came to Canada into probably 10 and a half years ago. So I came in uh, with the hopes of continuing my law career, uh, do my master's degree in law with the MBA, quickly realized, figure out that's not the right way to do. Uh, it was a, almost a, a step back, taking a U-turn, redoing the whole thing again, restudying. And I was like, wow. okay. Um, so I decided, I made a conscious decision to not pursue it and not continue it. So I went to the business side of things, uh, we did a importing and exporting business. And then after that, I went to the sales uh, locally here. I worked for a, a whole bunch of different companies. The last one before real estate was like a, a telecommunication business, uh, did like a small business plans, business to business sales. Yeah. I got into real estate. Uh, this is my seventh year in real estate. Wow. Starting the year number seven, started on a team. Uh, I'm almost firmly believer that the teams is the way to go. Um, if you want to go so far, um, it's you're going to be part of something bigger than you, regardless. Mm. So I started on a team um, six months in. Uh, we chose to go different directions just for vision, for business planning. Great people, still friends. Everything is good. Uh, went as a solo agent for about a year and a half. And sold a lot of real estate. I realized that's not the name of the game. It's not what I was intending to get out of that industry because uh, selling a lot of homes came at the cost of a, I literally had no personal life. Mm, <laughs> like literally like, yeah. like, like 16 to 18 hours a day. And I was like, man, there's gotta be a way around it. Um, <clears throat> so I was the one that is looking to join a team back. So I interviewed reached out to all the teams that I can possibly put my hands on. And I'm like, hey, Ken, how are you doing, brother? Hope all is well. You're doing great stuff. Would love to have a conversation with you to see how how would it look like for us to kind of like work together. The ironic part about that is I have never got approached by a team trying to recruit me because in their head, why would I hire? Like, why would we, like, why would he need a team? Look how successful he is. Look how he's like, the social media part of things only shows people the good side of the real estate, right? That the top lister, the top earner, the top level, yeah. whatever. Seller. So Ken 
on the, on the observation side, look at the agent, that case, Ibrahim. Uh, he's a rock star. He's top producer agent. Look at this. Like, oh, I'm, he's not going to join my team. So nobody bothered to actually call me to tell me, come join our team. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So <laughs> I was... Because every, everybody thought that everybody else was doing it. Nobody did it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, why? Like most, most, the vast majority of teams, they don't go after the top, top producing agent because they think that the top producing agents don't need a team or... What kind of value the team will provide to um, a high top producing agent like that? So long story short, I know the bad side of it, the ugly side of it that the social media doesn't show, which is the hustle, the work, missing all the family events and all just just the cost that you have to pay to be the top producing agent. Basically, I decided, you know what, maybe it's not for me, um, no teams that I can fit on. So I just continue being my own to realize more that this is not the way to go. And I actually need a team. So as a figure of speech or like, I don't know, like a cliche as that might sound, but that's the reality. I like, let's just start with the team that we couldn't find because I am not the smartest person in the room. And if I am having those issues or struggles, there must be other agents out there who are having the same issues or struggles that I have. And yeah. they haven't found a team that they can see themselves joining and being part of as much as I have the same issue. So let's just figure out how can we build that team that's built uh, for sustainability, uh, built in a way that on a win-win situation, built with a longer vision, built to live in the future, to welcome its team member when they arrive to the future. Because guess what? Agents, they may be new to the business today, but you cannot afford but to live in the future to welcome them when they arrive because they're going to become the best version of themselves at some point yeah. in time. So are you as a company living in the future to welcome Kim when Kim become the rock star agent? Right now, he's a brand new agent. He doesn't know any better. But I don't know. Could be six months, could be one year, could be three years down the road. Kim figured it out. Now he knows the ins and outs. He knows what the real estate market looks like. How would you retain um, Kim be part of that business? In other way, you're going to have to become, I call it like the authority score, which is it's a fancy way of saying that you are the destination for the top producing agents to work and never leave. So that is the authority score in the marketplace. How high the authority score, it's determined by like how many top producing agents are part of that organization and how long they have stayed with that organization that increases your authority when people look at the company yes. and then have the subject. So this, that was the fundamental basics of, of, what kind of team we're going to build, it has to look that way. So we started the team November 1st, 2018. I will start to growing slowly um, from one agent to 4, 12, 24, 30, 39, 40 agents today. That's so, fantastic. Thank you, brother. Thank you. All praises are due to God <laughs> for blessing us with some ideas and 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 and, and good people that helped build yeah. the company with to be where we are today. So we were we were running so fast um, in in three short years uh, on the calendar. But what happened? The work that took place in those three years it probably can fit 10, 15 years. Was if you're working like normal eight hours a day, you know, I we just it. condensed. Like we did a lot of work. It just took place only in three years. Uh, we were able to get to the number one team in Canada for the previous brokerage that we were at before we go to EXP. Um, and then we moved to EXB in April uh, last year, April um, 2022. 
within nine months. New, kid, new uh, kids on the block and already did it. Yes, yes. It's uh, It was actually the fastest growing team in North America in the previous brokerage. Uh, I, there is no other team has gone from zero or from non-existence to the number one in the country in, in three years. So that was a little bit of a testament to the people who should get the credit. And I just happened to get the credit on their behalf because I'm just the the person who founded the company. And But it's not really about me. It's, it's about them. And I'm not trying to be humble here. I'm trying to give credit when credit is due. A team or a company is nothing more than the combination of the caliber of the human beings and the brains on that company. They are the one that makes the company. Without them, there is no company to begin with. So yeah. this is just get that right, you know. There is in the closed doors in, in, in the bigger massive organizations when you're in a mastermind, I feel there is, and I, I always say that was my very, very close friends who runs very big successful companies and teams. I why is it that there is a sense of entitlement going on amongst the community of the team leaders? Yeah. So team leaders, when they hang out and they talk, they all complain about the agents. And I get that, you know, it's very hard to, to manage human people, right? That is the human, like the people and the human beings and like emotions and like human behaviors. Sometimes, are very... sometimes it's like herding cats. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. It's fun. It's it's so much fun. So like, oh, agents don't do this and they need this and require this. And like there is agents are entitled for this and that. And and I get that. I understand. I, I get what, what they're saying. And like nobody's talking about the sense of entitlement that is going on among the team leaders. Uh. Like they feel, <laughs> they feel that they're entitled, that the age they own the agents, you know, agents working for them. Like, I'm like, can we talk about that? And instead of just keep always blaming the agents and then we wonder and why did, there is always- And how did that good. go down? It was, it was a very interesting conversation. <laughs> it's always, we're always like teasing each other and, and talk about that. And it's, they're, they're teachers for me. Like I always learn from them and we always share back and forth, but it's, it's a thing. It's a reality that we can't just ignore. And then the moment, the moment you have- a, a self-realization and 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 a situational awareness. What the heck is going on around you here? You know, you realize. Let's just think less of yourself and more of the people with you who actually got you where you are. You're you're just a vehicle. You're tagging along with them, but they're the one that's doing the work, not you. Yeah, you're managing the work. Totally. So just. Yeah, so it's a, it's um just look at it differently, and and if you really truly want to build something very unique, you're gonna have to understand what are the a people who maybe most probably some of them are a lot more smarter than you. God has given them just higher IQ than you have. That's it, period. You know, and and you're working with them. You're gonna have to acknowledge that, <laughs> and then how can you work alongside those rock star people? And give them the credit that they deserve, the appreciation that they deserve, the recognition that they deserve, and the win-win situation that they deserve, and the career path that they deserve, and not feeling that you are their ceiling because a team leader is nothing more than a you are the ceiling of the growth of the organization because the organization is going to grow as far as you personally develop yourself. 
So that's really your, your main, your main, if not only responsibility is to raise that ceiling so that <clears> people can follow, fill, open the space so that people can fill it. Hundred percent, brother. You got that right. Mm -hmm. You got that right. Yeah. And then I tie that back to the authority score, right? So how do you? What is your authority score in the market center? Ouch, that yeah. hurts. And then everybody's like, ah, you're cornering me now. You know, like how am I supposed to get out of here? I like to have like a look at me. I look so good. I'm like, well, no, really, because there's some reality here you have to fix. And yeah, and are, have they are they going to stop inviting you to these lunches now? Do you think? No, no, no. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. That's good. It's good. Some sometimes you have to the, you have to be the person who says the difficult thing that needs to be heard, and uh, that's also I think a hallmark of a good leader, Ibrahim. It's a very hard to stand out if you're desperately trying to fit in. Absolutely. Very hard if you're just if you're doing your best to fit in and and like kind of like go with the crowd. It's going to be very hard to stand out. So there is difference between standing out and different being like being the, the weird one, you know, like you like to just, you just be like the odd one. And that's not what we're talking about here. You know, we're, yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. the odd, you're just, you're not following the crowd. You're using a lot of bit of critical thinking before you go ahead and do something. You're, you're, you're going multiple layers underneath of that. So you, you're going to make a decision. Perfect. Here is a surface level. Most people go like one step underneath of it. Can you go like seven steps underneath of it? Just get to the bottom of it. Well, it sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, it does. But we'll differentiate you. Well, I'm not really interested. Well, if you're not really interested, you're going to just fit in with the crowd. Sounds yeah. like what you're talking about is a difference between a transactional broker and the trusted advisor. Big time. Big time. You, you, yes, yes. You are the trusted advisor for the top producing agents to choose to run their business at that company. You founded mm. the company so they can run their business at. Like that. I like Not that. working for you, they're working with you. Fuels back the culture, it fuels back the overall look and feel for the company and the speed of growth of the company. I love that. But one of the things you were talking about was standing out and a, a very easy way for realtors to make that association is through marketing. What do you, what do you and the team do to put your brand out there to the community? How are you generating interest? We, we're, we're really big on the digital marketing. We don't do any printing marketing whatsoever. Like there is no right way or wrong way of doing anything. We just don't do it. We don't do any printing marketing. There is no billboards. There is no radio ads, no bus benches. We don't do any of that. We're really big on the online marketing and we have a really big fat budget. We're all over the places. We're all over the internet. We're all over the, and we invest back in our people that empower them to have a big financial power behind them, big manpower behind them to give seven star service to their clients. So when they do that, the other agents would love to have the same thing that those agents have. So yeah. they become part of the team. So they can give the same service to their clients. So their clients would love to transact with us because we give them the best service. And then the agents become the number one advocates for the team, AKA the business, the business cards. Ah, That's correct. There we go. So there every, go. I'm, a, I'm a firm believer that every team member, every business partner, when they walk into an appointment, they are the CEO of the brand in front of the client. So the more tools, power you give them, yes, power them to give that service to the clients, the better the company becomes 
And ironically, we, 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 I don't know, but last year we did, we did 411 million of sales volume with zero advertising on, on buses, billboards, none of that. Which is great. And Especially if we're looking at a more environmentally conscious way of doing business. It's something you have to consider. Yeah, so it's it's it just it's there is no right way or wrong of doing it. It's just our 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 method of marketing to reach the clients. We're big on social media, we're big on SEOs, we're big on, on Google in general, and we're leveraging all the agents uh exposure and database and we're big on a community events as well. This is how we get our name out there and then the internal word of mouth. So I, I think it's it's the 83% of the business we do comes from best clients and referrals. 83%. That's a and big number. We're not selling like 50 homes a year to 83%. That sounds like um, 41 transactions. That's not what we're talking I'm talking about like hundreds of transactions. And you're still maintaining 83%. You got to be doing something right on terms Absolutely. of marketing in touch with those people. Not just in terms of marketing, in terms of that initial interaction, you know, marketing, you, you can't market your way, you can't market yourself out of bad service. So the it's it's clear that it's the experience that your clients are having with you, which is making them want to work with you and the marketing's reminding them that they should work with you. Yes. Dig it. 100%. 100%. 100%. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's, it's a constant improvement for what we're doing and how can we wake up every single day looking at did we did we do something today to earn what we have and earn the continuation of what we have mm -hmm. so a lot of people um, and that's that's i don't i don't think this is real estate related this is like a personal development this is like i don't know like a gratitude uh, whatever you want to call it but you wake up this morning first of all Somebody else went to bed last night. They didn't wake up this morning. For the fact that you woke up, that's that's the number one thing to be grateful for. Number, number two, one number one win. Number two, did I do, am I going to do something today? What am I going to do today that will ensure that I keep earning the blessing that God has given me to be where I am today? Because am I taking mm. that for granted? I'm gonna cool. I'm gonna continue working to keep earning that, so it stays. Most, the vast majority of people, the vast majority, they recognize the blessings that they have, anything in their life in general, by the loss of it. When they no longer have Ooh, it, so true, so true. When they no longer have it, they realize, oh man, like uh, whatever. So a constant reminder. To ask and pray that may the Almighty God bless us to recognize the blessing that He has given us by the continuation of having it and not by the loss of it, because recognizing the blessings is a blessing on its own. Like recognizing it is an actual blessing in itself. Yeah. So you're gonna have to you're gonna have to earn the continuation of it. Not by like, oh shoot, now I know uh God man, like I, I wish if I had like I remember whatever. So we need to yeah, get you into we need to get you onto a coaching platform at some stage, my friend. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. I appreciate I that. Think, it's... I, I, I think I think uh, it's good the, it's gonna be the natural mark my words, it's being said on this episode. I don't know what the number is. Uh you hit it here first. Mm -hmm. I think one day 
We can expect to see Ibrahim uh, leading his own little coaching movement. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you for that. Thank you. Good. Well, yes, planted the seed yes. now. Now you, you get to decide what you want to do with it. But real estate's going to drive you crazy. Um, even even if you have the best system in place, what do you keep? What do you do to to unwind or stay grounded? When 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 we're in the office, we work a lot. Like you said, you you for many years yeah. you sacrifice social life. But there's still going to be a time where you have to recharge the batteries. What do you do in mm -hmm. your spare time when you're not in the office, so you feel like uh, you feel a bit more grounded, feel like a human? Ah, family, brother, family. I have a two years old daughter. Um, it's my wife and I, like my little family. Weekend, Saturday and, and Saturday, typically. My day off is Friday, so I don't really work Fridays. Okay. So naturally, I I I paid that use. I paid the price that I earned the right to technically have three days off every week. Of course. So I get to spend time with the family. I work anytime. doesn't matter if, if it's something urgent. I get the, pick up the phone and I do what needs to be done. But like... I, it's it's if we're having if we're setting a business goals and and a business commitment for the year and here's what I need to do in 2023 the number one thing is the personal goals that the business will have to serve because the purpose of the business is to fund the perfect life if you don't have that perfect life there is no point of the business so I need to do here is my goals personally first and then what do I need to do on the business side that can fund and can service and can like enable yeah. that personal achieve. So it's never the other way around. So um, I I look at the number one thing to do uh, if you're starting in the business or if you're in the business, if you're big in the business, if you want to scale the business, whatever stage you're in, learn what not to do before you learn what to do. Absolutely. Learn what not to do. Look at look at the people around you, and like I look at okay, well, Ken. Ken is a great guy. He's super successful. Everything is awesome. What is it about Ken that I shouldn't be doing first? What Absolutely. is it about Ken that I shouldn't? That, give me that list first. Bum bum bum. I am. I'm, I'm gonna analyze the crap out of you. So learn from, learn from the mistakes. So I don't have to. It doesn't take a genius to learn from their own mistakes. It does not take a genius to do that. Everybody should learn from their own mistakes, but. It's a little bit of an extra step to learn from other people's mistake, so you don't do it because if it took Ken two years to get from point A to point, a, point B, if I avoid the stuff that I know that he shouldn't be doing it, probably I'm going to get there for only half a year or one year Love by it. just avoiding doing the stuff that I know that he shouldn't be doing it. So okay. um, down, like it's it's a family time for me. Um, I'm, I'm very well connected. My like The rest of my family lives overseas, so I go there like twice a year. So I, I fly awesome. frequently. Um, yeah, it's outside of work, family. Good. And if someone yeah. wants, if if someone's wanting to reach out to you, either because they've got a, a client to refer in the in, in Ontario, or maybe they even mm -hmm. want to join your team, how do they yes. get in touch with you? Um, it's a I'm a very easy to get a hold of. Just just whatever the name on the screen right now, Ibrahim Hussein, H U S S E I N. Um, just look me up on Google on social media. Um, very easy to connect. Cell phone numbers there. Um, DMs and social. I'm I'm very easy to get a hold of me, and I will be personally replying to. I do always. I do have assistance. I do have. Uh, nobody touches the DMs or anything. I like if you got a message from me, it's actually me who's emailing you, me who's replying to you. So I, I will personally reply to you. I'll be more than happy to have a chat, regardless of whatever. 
if you want to have a business conversation, if you want to have like a business strategy session, whatever you need, I'm a firm believer of we raise by lifting others. And then the more we give, the more we get and givers gain. Um, so we, we, we love to give because it's part of our core values contribution. You contribute without waiting for anything in return. And then ironically, you're going to get a lot more than what you give. Love it. Ibrahim, it's been such a pleasure having you here. And I, um, um, I'm putting Thank in my ticket. Absolutely. And I'm putting in my ticket now that when Affinity Group make uh, make it to the top of the Canadian list for EXP again this year, early next year, I need you to come back and give us, uh, give Brother, us an update. I've been honored to do that. Fantastic. I've been honored to do that. Thank you, my man. Thank you, my man. I appreciate you, Ken. Thank you for that. Fantastic. And so from myself, Ken Elvin and Icons of Real Estate Podcast and Ibrahim Hussein over in Ontario, Canada, rocking with the Infinity Group. Thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you on the next episode. Uh -huh.